Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly, a production of iHeartRadio. Time now for Fantasy Football Weekly from iHeartRadio, your weekly source for the nation's best fantasy speculation and advice. Now, along with the guys from Fanball.com, here's the host for Fantasy Football Weekly, Paul Charchian. Welcome to another edition of Fantasy Football Weekly. I am Paul Charchian. My co-host is Scott Fish. Hi, Scott. Hello there. Good to talk to you again. I Now, one of the things that you and I have in common that a lot of casual listeners for Fantasy Football Weekly won't know is that you and I love unique ways to play fantasy football. We do. The variations and, you know, crazy concepts. I have thrown dozens of weird ways to play at you and, you know, gotten feedback. And mm-hmm. um, you're one of the few people that is, is not like... Hey, Will you just shut up about your stupid <laughs> league idea? Um, and I love that about you is that uh, is that we share a passion for unique ways to play. Mm-hmm. One of them that we started uh, seven ish years ago was the Empire League format. The Empire League format um, was uh, was 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 something I dreamed up, Scott, because. I was in a dynasty league. It started really this way. I was in a dynasty league that at this stage is now like 21 or something years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then was still like 13, 12, 13. And it, it just, it got stale. Yep. You know, it's just, it's, it's the same guys, same players, same scoring system. And it just didn't have any real like zest to it. And I'm thinking to myself, man, it would mean so much more if this dynasty league had a true ending point, like, the champion mm-hmm. and what would make it what would be the criteria for having the champion of this thing not just this year's champion but the champion yes and then this thing just disbands or it, it ends and we restart we start from scratch or whatever so the first thing that came to me was you should win back to back if you've got a dynasty in mm-hmm. a dynasty team, you should be able to win two years in a yep. row. That's, yep. you know, like in any sport. Yeah. Nobody's talking about you as a dynasty until you back-to-back it. Yep. Um, exactly. So that my first criteria was you got to win back-to-back. So I'm just thinking, all right, well, how do, we, how do we even make that better? And then we got into the rolling pot. And so for those yes. that don't know about the Empire League, and this, this episode is going to be really dedicated to Empire Leagues. It's a dynasty league in which 
the ultimate winner wins back-to-back years, as I mentioned. But mm-hmm. every year, a portion of the pot, we recommend half. Half of the pot waits and rolls over from year to year for somebody to hit that back-to-back bonus, and then it pays out. Yep. And it what it does is it puts... It means that if, if you are, I'm math off the top of my head, if you're in a $100 league and mm-hmm. somebody hits it in years five and six, mm-hmm. that ends up being something to the effect of a $4,000 payout, $3,000 payout. Yeah. It's it's real money at that point. I mean, you know, you could do something pretty special with that. Yeah. Um, you know, not And as an unintended side effect, so there is the money. And as an unintended side effect, what's ended up happening that I absolutely love about the Empire League, Scott, Tell listeners what happens when you're the reigning champion. You don't get to trade. You don't get to trade? Nope. We, that's how we do it, because we don't want any collusion. There, there, a lot of them do have an abdication clause where if, if you're out of it, you know you can't make that. You're not going to make the run the second year. You can say, you know what? I abdicate my throne. I'm off the throne. There's no reigning champion. Right. And then you can trade again. Yes. But for the most part, the reigning champ can't trade. Reigning camp champ can't trade unless you're conceding the year. Yes. And then we let you trade. Beyond that, though, everybody's gunning for you. Yes, everybody. It's the That's best. where you wanted me to That's go. That's where I wanted you to go, is the more of the psychological part of it. Ah, yes. Everybody wants you to lose, and it's awesome. Ah. Being the guy that 11 other owners want to take down all year. Mm-hmm. is awesome. Yeah. You're wearing the black hat. Everybody, every, you know, when, when, when Scott's the reigning champion and it's my turn in the regular season to play you, I'm doing everything I can to beat you. Yep. All that matters to me is that you lose. Yeah. And it feels great. Yep. It's, it's always good when you know that that team's either going to miss the playoffs or they get kicked out of the playoffs and, mm-hmm. and you're just like, the league lives on. The league lives One on. One more year. Yes. Uh, the Empire League, you know, we played as a dynasty league because you have the best chance of going of going back to back. If you roll, if you if you were the champion last year, mm-hmm. you know, like if we were to take this season as an example, you might be rolling into this year with Travis Kelsey and Lamar Miller and Christian McCaffrey, or you know, two out of those three or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're rolling over all these great players, so you have a real chance of yeah. going back to back. Um, it's much harder in redraft where you're starting from scratch and you've got to try to win back to back. Right. You know, a lot of our listeners have been in redraft leagues or predominantly in redraft leagues, and it's it's hard. Yep. It's to go back to back and redraft. Unless, unless you're playing with a bunch of work people that don't know how to play, <laughs> play very well doing. or something. Yes. Which happens sometimes. Yeah, that happens. Mm-hmm. Those are fun too. I think they are fun. Um, now, a lot of people get hung up, and I get this all the time when I, when I talk to people that aren't willing to flip their dynasty league into an empire league. Right. They get hung up on the idea that the league ends. Yep. Scott, talk through a little bit about what happens when the league ends and you know what you do then. Uh, when the league ends, uh, when there is a back-to-back champ, when mm-hmm. someone wins the empire pot, the league is just it's just done at that point. You can restart it fresh if you want to. Right. You absolutely can. But at that point, the league is just done and the emperor takes the empire pot and then you can, you can either start over or you can walk away. Yeah. So you can, you know, you can look at, you can look at the composition of your 12 owners and you can say, all right, you know, we're all having fun here. You know, let's roll over all 12 and let's start again. Yeah. Or you could be more selective and you could say, all right, you know, who wants out? This is your chance to get out. 
Mm-hmm. Who wants to stay in? Or you could say, you know what? There are there are three guys that really didn't weren't really into it. You don't even invite them back. Yep. You know, this is your chance to recalibrate your league for your best owners. Absolutely. And after many years in a dynasty league, uh, parity does become an issue. Sometimes owners are just better, and then it's top heavy, and then the bottom owners don't want to play or they're less active. Mm-hmm. This this curbs that. It really does. I like taking, you know, you and I have talked about this offline a lot. I love taking at the opportunity to improve leagues. And part of that process is good owners and yeah. getting rid of the bad ones, which is hard to do, but yep. so important to a league. To owners are the most important part. They're always the most important part. It is. Your league is only, it's, your league is not defined by its scoring system. It's defined by the quality of the owners. Absolutely. That are in the there are different scoring systems that do different things and different constructions of leagues that do different teams that will generally do something to a league. Like it'll, it'll be more active here, or more active here, less active here. Like it will, it will shape the league in a certain way, mm-hmm. but good owners can overcome any good or bad role, rule. Yeah. Which I, which I like. If there's a bad rule, good owners can overcome it. Yeah. Um, very important by the way, to be able to do that oftentimes. Yeah. Um, the, you you help run the Empire Leagues for our company Fanball, and yep. uh, we through a, uh, uh, a product we call Safe Leagues. It's an right. offshoot of League Safe, Safe Leagues. Yep. And you run Empire Leagues. Um, one of the things that we knew would happen, and I think you can help validate this, is when you've been paying into your Empire Pot for a number of years, mm-hmm. you don't want to walk away from that league. No. See, I think you get a lot of extra stability in an yep. Empire League. Because people have been paying into this pot, and they don't want to just walk away from all the money they've paid into that pot. Nope. And it, it, not only do you see people wanting to leave less, when people see that, when you talk to someone and be like, you want to come join this league with me? There's a $5,000 pot. They're going to jump at it. Yeah. You could fill that spot. Yeah. So if you got a guy who's crazy enough to walk away from the Empire pot, you can find an owner who wants to come in because... For the cost of playing for one year, hundred bucks, you have a chance at the five thousand dollar rolling pot that's been accumulating yeah, in for another years. Year, yeah, yeah, that counts for a ton. Yep, that's another reason. It's uh, another reason that we like the uh, the um, the Empire League. Uh, I want to take a, a quick break, but then after that, I want to talk to you about whether or not you want to have deep rosters or shallow rosters in an Empire League, and what the advantages and disadvantages of shallow or deep rosters are. Uh, based a little bit on on how you want your Empire League to go. Mm -hmm. And then you've also got some data, having run in the ballpark of 100 Empire Leagues for us, you've done some data mining on Empire Leagues that we can pass along to listeners as well. It's Paul Charchian and Scott Fish. It's an Empire League edition of Fantasy Football Weekly. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We're back. Paul Charchian, Scott Fish with you. Uh, talking about Empire Leagues is one of the things that we're really passionate about. It Scott has is is been in the dynasty realm for years and years and years. years. And, years. and, and um, I remember the first guy I ever heard talk to that uh, was in a dynasty league. It was 1994. I can be that. And he dropped he dropped the term dynasty. I mean, I'm uh-huh. like, what's what does dynasty even mean? What what is a dynasty league? <laughs> and so, you know, he explained he was holding everybody, and I was really intrigued by that. But I didn't start playing until closer to 2000 or 1999 or 98 mm-hmm. or something in that ballpark, I want to say. And then you were hooked. And then I was hooked, and I've been in one ever since. What's, yeah. your, what's your dynasty background? 92 was when I started my first dynasty league. Dang. Because that's all I knew at the time. My that's dad, the only way you knew how to play. Yeah, my dad played a Big Ten basketball dynasty league where you drafted them as incoming freshmen and you kept them throughout their college career. So I didn't know that a redraft league existed. I didn't yeah. know how to play. I just knew yeah. it was you kept all your players. Was your first pick Jim Shikinjansky? It was uh, Steve Young. <laughs> it was. And uh, Wait, you said it was Big Ten basketball. No, I was no. giving you a Big Ten oh, basketball name. Oh, sorry. No, you got to go with like Evan Eschenmeyer style. Yeah, there you era, go. Okay, guys, if you're going okay. to go there. All right. Um, who played, I yeah, believe, Jim for 14 years. Jim was earlier than that, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, Steve Young was my first dynasty draft pick. And I still remember my 1995 rookie draft standing up on a chair, getting excited, saying that J.J. Stokes was the next Jerry Rice <laughs> out of UCLA. You have a first rounder. You might remember him. Oh, I do. I remember him well because he was slow. Yeah. Super slow. That was a bad deal. That was a good year, right? Joey Galloway, um, Michael Westbrook. Like, that was a good year for I, wide receivers. I don't remember that class specifically. Anyway, yeah. Although, I will say this. In the course of my time in the fantasy sort of news quasi-journalism business, mm-hmm. we've only ever broken a hand. I have only ever broken a handful of stories. J.J. Stokes' release from the Jaguars <laughs> uh, was one of them that we broke. Nice. Yes. Yes. So, nice. And I was very disappointed when it got picked up by other news services, and they called it Internet Reports. Oh, like, yeah. Come on. Could you just give us credit? Give us a little bit. Yeah. yeah. We didn't get that. Uh, the Empire League... We, you and I, I think have just a fundamental difference on roster size sure, broadly. We do. Um, and part of it is different philo- things. It's That's, philosophically yeah. what you want to get out of what you want to get out exactly. of the Empire League. So I want to talk roster size with you. The the prevailing you are in the the vast majority of people that like to have a deep roster of a lot of players. Tell Granted, people this is dynasty. Dyna- you know, yes, Empire, this is a dynasty format. I I get your point of view on empire a little bit more okay and, and plus as i i mentioned on uh when i talk about commissioner stuff play what you enjoy that's yeah, the beauty yeah. of dynasty is sure. and empire there's so many different ways to play play what you yeah. love and all of fantasy football Absolutely. there's no overarching thing that says you got to play our way exactly although when you play in the big services 
You kind of do. And Yahoo, you know, you really yeah. do have pretty limited ways to play. Yeah. But anyway, uh, tell people why you like a deeper roster and how many. What, what do you think is the right number of roster spots uh, for Dynasty or Empire? Empire. Since this is Empire podcast, okay. talk to me about Empire League. So I think I think in Empire leagues, I prefer in the twenty to twenty-two range. Okay, <laughs> <You> <laughs> which I see, I, I, I think Josh's is already right now. <laughs> an incredibly large amount, but you're like, well, we're gonna pull it back to twenty or twenty two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so why is twenty two a good number for an Empire League roster? I, I feel like it's just enough that you can still build that dynasty uh, with the back end of uh, talent and have fun with rookies sitting at the back of your bench. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, you go down to the sixteen level. And a reigning champion has trouble, you know, they, they basically have to make the call to go for it because it's, it's tough to like stash rookies to, you know, for a later chance. If you, yeah. you have, you have one shot and then it's basically rebuild. And, and I want the, I want teams to have the ability to, you know, stash those lower level guys, you know, just in case it doesn't happen, which no. I get your side too. the 16 man rosters, uh, the, the great benefit Which of that. Which, by the way, I think 16 is just about perfect. Yeah. But yeah, keep going. Why, what, what is the benefit in an Empire League of having a 16 roster? The great benefit of uh, having a 16-man roster in an Empire League is that a reigning champ who cannot trade has ample amounts of things on the waiver wire to aid them in winning that championship. Yeah. Granted, they do still have to fight 11 of other owners for that, those waiver wire pieces. They do, yes. But at least it gives them more of a puncher's chance that's at, a, at that's, that pot. That's really, I think, as much as anything else, when I look at roster composition for Dynasty mm-hmm. and Empire, sure. I, the first question is, do you want to have a waiver wire that has anybody with a pulse on it? And anybody who's played the Scott Fishbowl yeah. knows that <laughs> you can go the whole year and not make a, a, a waiver yep. transaction because yeah. there's nobody to be had. Yep. Um, and you can still have a, you can have a good team. You can have a very bad team. Uh, I think... I don't want I don't want an empire league to last forever. By right. design, I want somebody to hit back to back on that. Yep. What's your ideal length for? A, I think it's a, in the league. five six year range. Okay. Because I think if I, if I could, in my mind, when I was coming up with empire leagues, five or six years felt like the right amount of time to give everybody sure. kind of a chance to to get in and you know help sculpt their squad. And I thought that that would be pretty typical of when the the payout. Would yeah. happen knowing that some people would pay out in year one and two. Somebody'd right. win it right off the bat. Yep. And other times it'd go ten years. But I thought in that five six range would be about right. Yep. Um, sure. But you know, it, you know, there's there's no rules on that. Obviously, what kind of data have you gleaned from the hundred or so empire leagues that you run at Safe Leagues about typical length of empire leagues before somebody hits it? Sure. Uh, first off. There is, there are people out there that have trouble joining an Empire League just because they're worried that it's going to go away in two years, that it's mm. going to go away right away, and that does happen, but rarely. But yeah, it's it's pretty rare. I've I found with these leagues, there the sixteen man rosters went away, or you know, we had a back to back champ in two years mm. in one out of every nine leagues about. One and nine. One and nine. One, it after, one in the first two years. Yes. Back to back it. Yep. I'm surprised it's not even that high. And then in the 22-man rosters, although, it was one although, and eight. Okay, hold on a second. Yeah. I think so many people in Dynasty and Empire Leagues get fixated on young players. Yes. And then other people are going to come in and go, nobody wants to play over 30? Fine. 
I'll take all these players over 30. Yep. And they'll win it. And they'll go win it right off the bat with a yep. bunch of old guys because everybody else's mindset is so locked into young players yep. all the time. All it takes is getting a few of those in one league, and then all of a sudden it's a nine-man league, really. Really, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So that's that's a tough, a tough way to try to play an Empire League is to... Mm-hmm. Just uh, <laughs> go after all youth and just let the top teams grab all those, you know, vets that are scoring points. So one in eight to one in nine teams win it within two years. Um, so it's not much of a concern, but it does exist. We recognize yeah. it exists. Someone's that's going to happen. About thirty percent of leagues have a double winner within three years. Okay, which seems uh, was high. That's still a lot. Yeah, yeah that's I'm surprised. A lot. I'm surprised it's uh, it's thirty percent within three years. Yep. Keep going. At uh, four years, it's about fifty percent. Okay, so fifty yeah. percent of leagues have cashed out by yeah. year four. Has a double champ in either year two, year three, or year four. It's a little sooner than I had expected. Yeah. All right. Uh, right now we we do have leagues, you know, entering year six. Now we have a we have a good amount of them. I, oh, yeah. I bet. I bet. And that's when we started servicing Empire Leagues yeah. on our side of the fence. Yeah. And so there are a bunch of Empire Leagues that are still going through safe leagues. I tell you what, it's fun. We had we paid out if we had to. No, we were happy to. We paid out a five thousand dollar pot last year. How was, about that? Uh, yeah, that guy had been in it since year one. Yeah. And he finally 5, took 000. it down. Yeah. Five thousand bucks. All right. Now I want to talk briefly some draft strategy for you, and specifically this. Okay. If 50% of leagues are done in the four-year range. And, you mm-hmm. know, then, so I think, you know, four-year, five-year, six-year is probably the most common I would think time so. frame in here. As we run more and more, I think that, yeah, that's probably four, right. Five, four to, six, four to six years is probably where yep. most of them we get win. Get How win. many running backs from five years ago are relevant today? <laughs> uh, relevant? Yeah. Almost none. Almost Rele- none. Relevant to a similar level? None. None. Right. <laughs> so when I start my when I start my empire league, right? You know, uh, I am I issue running backs almost entirely. It's the way to they're going to come and go. I, I promote that in dynasty as well. I think it's I think it's valid there too. Yeah. Um, I'm and I don't even necessarily. It, it's not that I don't want to win my empire league in year one and two, but I'd really rather hit it in year five and six and get the big empire pot, right? right? So I'm really going to position myself primarily to be val to to have a chance at winning this thing later on, mm-hmm. and that to me is I want to be drafting players who are young and not a running back yes. that are going to be able to be helpful, helpful for my team in five years. Yes. That means I want a young, great tight end. I want young, great wide receivers and maybe a young, great quarterback. I was going to say at this point in time, I have no problem with someone taking George Kittle at age 24 and Patrick Mahomes at age 23. First, right, right away. Yeah. You absolutely could. You are going to get those two players for six years, seven mm-hmm. years, eight years, right? Of high level skills. Yes. Yeah. I, it's it's weird to say that like a quarterback that early or tight end there, but that's that's the way it is. You can get wide receivers in the later round. You can draft them in rookie drafts, tight ends in rookie drafts. You're waiting three years on them. Yeah, you really are. I've had Julio Jones for his entire career, and he was my first overall, my first round selection. Yep. Because I looked at his quarterback, who was then a young Matt Ryan and already good, mm-hmm. and here's Julio Jones as a rookie. He's going to be good, and I'm like game on. I'm gonna, you know, if yep. Julio Jones is as good as I think he can be, I could hold him for you know a decade. And now here we are, almost a decade later, and yep. Julio Jones is still is still is still valuable. 
So I really think Empire Leagues in particular, the way the way that initial draft should go is you're really building around the young players at positions that have a long lifespan. Yep. And running back is it's basically everybody but running back. Yep. Uh Travis Kelsey, George Kittle. Kelsey's actually now getting he's old. He's 30 older. now. Yeah, so, so he he's actually probably doesn't fit the mold. Uh so maybe it's it's more Kittle. Uh, as somebody who makes a ton of sense, as a, as a young building block guy at a position of, of weakness at tight end. Yep. You know, every year it seems like talking about, you know, who can find a tight end? Nobody. So, yeah, that's... Um, we that's, fall for that trap every year, too. We we think this is the year there's, they're going to be deep. deeper. Yeah, it's deeper this year. <laughs> and and then, it never you know, is. Three injuries later, there's just suddenly nobody to pick up again. And then Greg and, Olson is tight end 12 somehow. Right. Yes. And he's not even good. <laughs> I know. He's having a bad year, and he's tight end 12. Yep, exactly. Uh, it's, uh, it's always a battle at the tight end position. But, um, you know, as off the top of my head, a guy like Cortland Sutton, yeah. fascinating. If you think yes. Drew Locke is for real. Yes. Cortland Sutton looks like a beast. Yep. You know, he could be powering your team for another decade. Chris Godwin. Chris. Well, we don't even know his quarterback's going to yeah, be. Yeah, that's the problem got, with like you, DJ Moore and Chris Godwin right. and guys like that. You're like, yes. oh, who are your quarterbacks? Who's the quarterback? So, you know, I love identifying those receivers that have got the quarterbacks. The, um, you know, guys that I, I would, that other people are going to reach for, the running backs that people are going to reach for, like Ezekiel Elliott. Mm, Just, no. Is he going to be, is Ezekiel Elliott going to be a player who's, a valid helper in four years and five years and six years. Not I don't even I know that I can so. say that about Christian McCaffrey. And Maybe not. You would think just with all the usage he's had. Yeah. He was a 400 plus touch guy. Wasn't it right. over, over well, the 370 yeah. anyway, he, yeah. he topped the 370 marker total touches. Yeah. So, uh, which is the danger mark yeah. for, uh, for running backs. Um, anything else empire league related that you want to stress to people that are either new into it or think, you know, in empire leagues right now, uh, I, I think the main thing I would stress out there is the main concern I hear is that it could be over in two years. You, you can't go in Very there thinking unlikely. about it because it's, we're, we're talking 11, 12% at best Yeah, that that's going to happen. I mean, it happens, but, uh, or if this is just a, an offshoot of it, if you're really worried about that and people in your league are really worried about it, say you can't win it. You have to win two in a row after year two. Yeah. Or right. Something. You could, just, you could, you can make a rule. You can make a house rule that yeah. just says, you know, we're not paying out until year four or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. that's, you know, that's the earliest you could do it. Yeah. Um, if, but even yeah. so, is it the worst thing that you have a, restart have a redraft? Is that, no. is that really so bad? No, it's no, not. no, but man, people get attached to their rosters. Yeah. They get emotionally attached to the roster and they hate the notion of giving it up. Even when the roster is not good. You know what you can do? You can, you can win two in a row, pay out the Empire Pot, and just keep all your rosters if you really want to. We don't recommend that. No. I think the fresh start is great. Yeah. But and at that point, you, you might want to because some, somebody else has obviously got a great roster that they've yeah. gone back to back on. Uh, great job today, Scott. Nice. Thank you. Listeners, appreciate you getting to the end of the podcast. Uh, hope you enjoyed an Empire League uh, breakdown. We'll talk more Empire League throughout the offseason because I love it. Scott loves it. And Dynasty Leagues and rookies and free agents and we'll probably talk stuff. a few ways to play that you know you might, might be able to take to home leagues yeah we'll definitely be talking guillotine leagues i know sure. that um i i might dust off the old thievery league idea with oh boy. you yeah i might go back to that a little bit i i still don't i still believe there's a little something in that league <laughs> so we'll see how that goes uh thanks for listening everybody we'll be back next week for more
Fantasy Football Weekly is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.